0: everybody welcome to rick six season two episode eight we're back here recapping the march madness round of 64 we are underway and the second round round of 32 starts today preston biggest takeaways what's going on man how you feeling
1: oh biggest takeaways okay first of all i'm feeling fantastic the first round was great the first day as far as my picks didn't go so great second day i only got two games wrong uh big moods today
0: screw virginia tech tuck fexus Yes, sir. And honestly, I, I'm kind of feeling the same way as you, except the exact opposite. The first day felt pretty good. Had a couple games where I was like, eh, could have went my way. But it is what it is, right? It's March Madness. Then the second day just kept getting worse and worse. Didn't get to watch as many games yesterday. I was paying attention on my phone because I was at a track meet. But the game that just kind of really broke my heart was the UC Santa Barbara and, and Creighton game. That, that game really just kind of ended me yesterday. As of right now, it looks like in the standings uh, of our Rick Six Bracket, P Pope is now in first place. He's 10 points ahead of me. We got Gledhill tied with me. We got Brady's up there with us. I almost said big balls because that's his name in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) So he's up there. T-Mac, not, not doing so hot in this bracket, but I, he, he also said that he forgot to change a little bit of things after what he said on his podcast. Uh, and then Kyle over there back in last place, so poor guy. He has Illinois winning the championship. Looks like we all got Gonzaga. Uh, spoiler alert, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. T-Mac, biggest takeaways. What's going on, man?
2: Um, You saw some pretty good upsets. You saw some teams that should win get their worst game of the tournament out of the way early, like Alabama. So I think it's going to be a great second round as well.
0: Yeah. So let's go ahead and just kind of recap this first round. No, no hesitation right here. Gonzaga, Norfolk state. I mean, Gonzaga, there's not really much more you can say 98 points, almost hundred points, best team in college basketball by far. Is any team going to beat this team Preston? Cause I, I have no idea. I, I just don't see it.
1: Dude, they put up almost a hundred. I, I, I know it's against the 16th seed, but, that was the most dominant performance this uh, performance this weekend by far. I know they also got the worst team in the tournament, but let's not discount that. I mean, Jalen Suggs didn't even have a good game. He had like four turnovers, only like four points. Man, if when they all come together and you know play some better competition, you know that that's going to be the main thing. We got to see them against better competition. But as of right now, they look like the clearest favorite I've seen over the past you know, four or five tournaments. I can't even think of another team that's been this dominant going into the tournament. Tough Maybe defeat. Kentucky, the, the, the last undefeated Kentucky team.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that roster was loaded with NBA players too. You know, like they, they, it was like a debate back then when it was happening. I think it was in that two Was that 2014? Was that 13? Yes. 14, that was, two? that was freshman year of high school. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And they were talking about, because that's when the 76ers were like the the laughing stock of the Eastern conference and I remember everybody was saying, oh, Kentucky could probably beat the 76ers. Like, I just remember that was like the headline that whole year. So, I mean, Gonzaga, dominant T-Mac, how do you feel about them?
2: It's almost laughable watching them play. You you look for little parts of the game where you can like pick apart. Maybe if a team does this, they can beat them. But like altogether, if two or three of their guys are on, you're not going to beat them. It's just you're going to have to outplay them. You're going to have to hit shots against them clearly they're gonna hit their shots Kisper I think started the game five for seven from three and only shot threes five for seven from the field too and if he gets going early you might as well just walk out the arena it's over but yeah they're still the clear favorite in my opinion right now like Preston said
0: yep cruising through that round so let's see we got the next game yeah, so Oklahoma ended up getting a tough uh, win over Missouri. I expected that game to be close, closer than expected, but they they ended up pulling it out in the end. I had a feeling that Missouri was going to pull it out somehow, just the way the, the bracket was going for me yesterday. But Oklahoma-Gonzaga, I mean, this one's got to be a pretty easy one for everybody. I know I was talking to T-Mac. T-Mac told me he thinks Gonzaga's going to absolutely mop the floor with them. How bad do you see it end up being T-Mac in the end?
2: I, I can easily see this game going to 30 points a 30-point spread because Davion Harmon's still out, right?
1: Yeah, he tested positive, right? Yeah, he's out until at least next weekend. Okay, so
2: there's already one of your mid-major score for Oklahoma gone, and you're going to have to score points to beat Gonzaga, and they just don't have the firepower to do that, even with Austin Reeves and Brady Manic playing pretty good this tournament.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say at least 15 points for Gonzaga to win. Preston? Yeah. So, you know, it very tough
1: draw of the straw for OU and they did it to themselves with the way they finished the regular season. They could have easily if they wouldn't have gone on that terrible stretch after they were ranked top 10 in the country, they could have easily been uh, a three, four, five seed. So they did this to themselves. I mean, this team is hella talented. The one concern is that they struggle against bigs because Brady Manic plays center. And he's not a great interior defender at all. He works hard, hustles, and gets the job done. Um, But, you know, we've seen him struggle against teams like West Virginia and other teams in the Big 12 with bigs, like Kansas. And (laughs) going up against Gonzaga, you got Drew Timmy in there. Man, I'm excited for that matchup, but I think that Drew Timmy's footwork is just going to be way too much for Brady Manick. And then on the outside, you've got Austin whoever's going to be trying it. Well, they'll probably have Harkless on Suggs who is a really, really good defender, but then you got Corey Kispert that you got to worry about. And I think it's just going to be too much for OU to handle. They could surprise people and make this closer than a lot of people think, but overall this, this shouldn't be this easily. Gonzaga is going to get past.
0: And then we move on into the next game. We got Creighton in Ohio Preston I I, got to give you some props here. You did call Ohio beating Virginia. So, you know, kudos to you on that one. Should have listened to you on that. But the UC Santa Barbara game, I should have got right. And that that just, they sold. All I got to say is that is Sal, is that how you say it? So, Sal, that dude. Yeah, so. Yeah, that dude sold. All right. He thought he was going to get fouled. Whatever. So Creighton and Ohio, two teams that you you both picked right. Who you got taking this game? Uh, oh,
1: let's go. Yeah, so I was super stoked about that Ohio game. That was a game I just had a feeling, you know, the entire time that Ohio was going to win. And it's funny because Eric had a clip after reacting after the the Virginia Tech game where he was like, man, if I was, you know, I hate like he was pretending to be the Virginia Tech coach. He was like, man, I'm going to transfer to Virginia and go coach for them because they have an easy dub against Ohio tomorrow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to send that to T-Mac. So he's so confused right now.
1: Oh, my God. You got to see that T-Mac. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so I was super pumped about that game. Um, Virginia was obviously dealing with COVID issues, and then you got Jason Preston in the crew, who's been really good this whole season. Creighton, Marcus Zagorowski was fantastic. They needed to get the ball more to him in the second half. That's why, um, my bad, UCSB was sticking around. Jordan McLaughlin was, well, I call him McLaughlin because, you know, that guy's got a glock he was playing out of his mind, getting double teamed on every possession, found a way to get to, to so at the end of the game. So went up for the foul call. He should have just gone up for the dunk. I mean, he totally sold on that possession, just like Eric said. And I was happy to escape that because they were, I picked Creighton and Ohio was part of a parlay. Unfortunately, UConn sold for me, but yeah, as far as in this game, I've got Ohio winning again. I got them going to the sweet 16 in my bracket. So I'm super excited. I'm hoping Ohio does it again. You know, Creighton looked solid that first game, um, but there's definitely some concerns there uh, outside of Zegorowski. Their shooting was decent, but it's going to have to be better against this Ohio team who shot really well against Virginia.
0: Yeah, Zegarowski, he's a top five guard for sure. I mean, he's been playing lights out. I would say he's a big part of that game uh, versus you, UC Santa Barbara. So, I mean, I got to give him credit. I really don't know who to pick in this game. It's a coin flip. Since you picked Ohio, I'll take Creighton. T-Mac?
2: I am also going to take Creighton. I just believe in Zagorowski too much. Jason Preston, that's his name, right? The Ohio point guard?
0: Hey, I know his name now. I know his name now, Preston. You Preston. told me to remember I that told name.
2: y'all, learn the name. Learn Preston the
0: name. This Pre- man almost had a triple-double yesterday.
2: Preston put us on that one, and he was right. I mean, that dude's vision is insane. He was just making some... Super high quality, difficult passes look so easy. Just wrap around, bounce passes. It was beautiful basketball. Um, but yeah, I have Creighton winning this one. I think Christian Bishop on the inside and Zegarowski up top. If they get Mitchell Ballot going, they're a tough team to stop. And I'm uh, after a poor shooting night in the first round. I'm gonna take Creighton in this one over Ohio. Barely though, it, it's basically a coin flip.
0: USC and Kansas, uh, they beat Drake uh, seventy-two to fifty-six. Kansas beat Eastern Washington. That one was getting a little closer than I thought, but Kansas ended up pulling out a, a high-scoring game, ninety-three to eighty-four. That's crazy. Kansas is going to be going to the Sweet Sixteen. I think they're going to be a little bit too much for USC, but I did like what I see for them versus Drake and Drake and that Drake and Wichita State game was just insane. Like that's the, games like that is what really March Madness is all about. So that's all I got to say. I got Kansas getting a pretty uh, well-fought-out dub right here. T-Mac, who do you got?
2: Awesome. I'm going to take Kansas. They struggled a little bit in the first half of the first round against the Groves brothers. Preston said it himself. Had them them tearing up a little bit. It was beautiful. But this is one where I forgot to go in and change my bracket. If Wichita State would have won, I would have had Wichita State over USC. But Drake ended up winning, and I forgot to change it. So. I had Drake going up against Kansas this round, but I think it'll be a good game. USC matches up pretty well with Kansas, but I think McCormick and Garrett are just going to be too much for USC in the end.
0: Yeah. Going to be an interesting matchup with those guys and the Mobley brothers as well. So we'll see what happens. Preston.
1: Yeah. See, I'm a little concerned about this game. Obviously I I got Kansas in my bracket. I picked this entire region correctly. So um, I don't have to worry about picking a team that, that I didn't pick to win in the first round. But yeah, USC definitely has me concerned about this matchup because of their length. The Mobley Mobley brothers are so long. I don't know if McCormick's going to be able to get a shot off in this game, if we're being honest. It's going to be all on the Kansas guards. And with some of their players out, I don't know if they're going to be able to get any more back than before this game. Yeah, so, you know, obviously Eastern Washington played very well. They had a really good game against Kansas. That's why it was close. Bill self made some great adjustments in the second half and it, it's weird. They struggled against that stretch five. That's what killed them. The first half. Uh, don't forget USC has that same type of roster setup with Evan Mobley. The only difference is they're not going up against Bill Walton. They're going up against Evan Mobley. Who's going to be a top five pick in the draft most likely, but yeah, I expect Kansas for, you know, Thompson, Lightfoot, a played pretty well, but Overall, they they didn't shoot that great from Well, they actually shot pretty well from behind the arc, 12 for 30 from the three-point line. They're going to need to hit threes again in order to get past USC and stretch that defense out because the Mobley brothers are going to be too big inside there for McCormick um, to do the work that he normally does. But I still have Kansas.
0: Yep, so we all got Kansas. Next game, we got Oregon versus Iowa. Iowa got pretty decisive win over Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon held in there for a little bit. Oregon had unfortunately got a... uh, I guess, a no contest win over VCU. I was, I was kind of bummed out for that. I mean, you never want to see a team get COVID, especially right when the tournament starts because that could ruin a lot of things. Uh, but Oregon's going to be coming in fresh. I mean, they, they don't have to worry about a two-day, you know, turnaround and playing a, a great Iowa team. So, I mean, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? What do you see in this game, Preston? I don't think it's a good thing, actually. I think it's a bad thing for Oregon.
1: You look at the first round, all the teams that get upset. That, has, that comes down to the, those jitters, man. Everybody has those NCAA tournament jitters. Oregon's been sitting around for several days now. I'm sure they've been able to practice. But, you know, it, there's nothing like playing a game to get those jitters out in the NCAA tournament. So I think they're going to come out really jittery. And Iowa came out really hot against Grand Canyon. You saw Luka Garza hit two threes in the first, what, two minutes of the game. So if Oregon doesn't come out firing, they're going to get blown out of the water. I really like Oregon, though. It's sad what happened to VCU. I was really excited for that game. I I picked Oregon in that game. I I just really like them as a team when they're healthy. And Pac-12, shout out Bill Walton, non-Eastern Washington Bill Walton, you know, Conference of Championships, baby, undefeated in the first round. Was it 4-0? Would have been 5-0 if Oregon played VCU. Man, but uh, yeah, I really like Iowa. You know, they're not just a team that relies on a big, like a lot of people think they do. They're like, oh, Luka Garza is their best player. They rely on a big, da-da-da-da-da. they are not going to go far in the tournament. Bro, y'all are wrong. They got some shooters. Ryan Bohannon, all-time leading three-point shooter in Iowa history. And then Garza's got that clip as well, man. He's got that clip. He shot, I think he made four three-pointers this game um, at a very high percentage. So I expect Iowa to, to continue to march. Um, and expect kansas in that sweet 16 matchup
0: yeah no that's i agree with you i exactly see iowa and kansas duking it out and that in that next round the battle of the guards will be pretty interesting so i hope to see it oregon we'll see how they look coming in after not being able to play a vcu team which i was i, I was kind of bummed out as that game was well pressing but i expect iowa to win a, a game probably about five to ten point range Mac,
2: i was sad that game got canceled i uh... I haven't got to watch a lot of Oregon. I don't watch a lot of Pac-12 just because time difference. But, yeah, I don't think it's a good thing for Oregon. You always want to get a little warm. I mean, just the atmosphere of the NCAA tournament is different. And if you're coming in first game and Iowa already has a win under their belt, it's going to be tough to – like Preston said, they come out hot and you double Garza, he has options all around him who can knock down shots. So I think it's going to be a tough game for Oregon – and I also have Iowa versus Kansas in that next matchup.
0: Michigan took care of Texas Southern. I think that one was pretty obvious there. LSU and St. Bonaventure. Oh, they let me down, man. I I picked the Bonnies to win that game. LSU. Let's be honest though. Like they, they. This is the best eighth seed we've seen in a long time. They, the the committee got that one wrong. They're a lot better than the eighth seed. So that Michigan and LSU game is going to be an absolute burner. I I I'm excited for this one. I could see an upset. Uh, I don't know how much Michigan is favored by. If they even are favored, LSU is a uh, – I like LSU this year. I like the SEC teams. I mean, I, I, you can call me SEC buys, but, hey, I, I, I like those SEC teams. So, this is a tough one, man. T-Mac, you want to start this one?
2: Oh, I'm going to have to go with Michigan for at least one more game. I don't think they're ready to go home. They, they got the experience Hunter Dickinson. Don't need to say much about him. Oh, I think they'll squeak it out versus a very, very talented and dangerous LSU team.
0: I think the Michigan's luck is going to run out here. I did have them beating the Bonnies, but I like what I saw from that LSU team. My bracket is already kind of messed up a little bit, so I'll take LSU, and I'll take the SEC bias. Michigan will struggle without Isaiah Livers, and LSU will catch them off guard. Preston, who do you got? Man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay. Michigan was my number one team. Bef- before
1: livers got hurt, Michigan was the team I was going to pick to win it all. Then, when livers got hurt, I saw them play against Ohio State and I saw how they struggled to space the floor like they normally do. Um, and that was really discouraging for me. Then, in this first round matchup, I saw that, you know, they do have shooters outside of livers that can come in and help stress out the floor. Um, they've got Eli Brooks, who does, who obviously he's a guard. He's not going to be big and he's not going to help on the defensive end but if he catches fire you know that could definitely help stretch the floor for these guys like mike smith hunter dickinson i like them more now that i've seen them play the first round they look better than i thought they were going to look and i've got them in my bracket still getting past lsu so i'm going to keep them getting past lsu but remember i said in the first uh the first podcast in the first round i said lsu was gonna be a tough matchup because they have so many isolation scores. So Michigan plays great defense, but sometimes against isolation scores, it doesn't matter what kind of defense you play. They're going to hit tough shots all game long. They've got three of them, and, you know, we saw Cam Thomas show out in the first round against the Bonnies. So Cam Thomas catches fire again, expect to be a tough matchup. Michigan has to play really good man-to-man defense. If they have to start doubling – then you know that makes it tough but michigan one of the top defensive teams in the country they're going to miss livers shrinking the floor in the defensive end and stretching the floor on the other side of the end but i expect them to still get past lsu
0: yeah the way you feel about michigan is the same way i feel about baylor i mean coming in i had them as probably like to go all the way uh, and then after the covid strike hit i've you know kind of came back to reality but i did like the way that they played the first round against hartford so I'm, I'm kind of back on the train and I, I hope Baylor starts getting the momentum rolling. Cause they play a tough Wisconsin team. Uh, next game. We got Colorado and Florida state, Florida state won, but it, they it's kind of a sloppy effort. We were talking about that a little bit, Colorado and Georgetown. However, I mean that, that one kind of just Georgetown was an elite eight team for me. I, I picked them strictly to go to the elite eight because I believe in momentum. Patrick Ewing has that squad rolling. And then they just came in and they look like a completely different team. Colorado, Defensively, Preston, you warned me about them, but I did not expect them to lock them down that much. Colorado, they looked great. We were talking about those Pac 12 teams. So I expect Colorado to win this game. I had Georgetown beating Florida State either way, uh, but Colorado impressed me with the defensive side. I expect them to shut down Florida State. Florida State will get sloppy. I got, and like I said, I don't know too much about this Florida State team. So you guys can go elaborate a little bit more on them if y'all want to. But from what I saw, Colorado, they look like a better team carrying the momentum. I expect Colorado to win this game. Preston. Yeah, man. Very disappointed with the way
1: Florida State's looking, you know, disappointed with the way they looked last game, disappointed with the way they looked in the ACC championship. This team is so talented. They are the most athletically gifted team in the tournament. And they just keep turning the ball over, bro. All they got to do is not turn the ball over and they can march to the final four in this bracket. I think, you know, they're going to turn the ball over against Colorado. You know, I'm really high on Colorado. I love McKinley, Wright, But no team should be able to match up with Florida state's athleticism and their depth. They play like close to 11 guys. So this is very, you know, disappointing for me, the way they've been looking, I think it's going to be a turnover show and I think Colorado's going to get hot from deep again. McKinley Wright didn't even score the ball a ton last game. He had, I think, almost 10 assists, but he didn't even score the ball that well last game. So I expect McKinley Wright, you know, to carry that team in a close game. And man, oh man, does Colorado look exciting. So I've got Colorado winning this game. T-Mac, who you got?
2: Colorado looked good. Florida State looked bad, but I think Florida State bounces back. Like Preston said, they're depth, And like I said earlier, I think a couple good teams got their bad game out of the way early in the first round and still made it to the next round. I think Florida State was one of those teams. And I'm going to take Florida State over Colorado.
0: All right, so moving on into the next game, we got UCLA versus Abilene Christian. I mean, UCLA uh, got off to a hot start and didn't look back versus this BYU team. They were shooting lights out. Uh, T-Mac, didn't you say they were shooting about 42 43% from three-point line the whole game, right? Yep. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, so UCLA, Abilene Christian, let's talk about that Texas game a little bit. Questionable foul there at the end. I mean, he did get hacked a little bit, but a lot of people were mad that that game was decided on that. It came down to the free throws. That guy was a 58.3% free throw shooter. So I, I expected him to miss at least one, but in crunch time, he came through. They ended up winning by one. Man, Andrew Jones hit that clutch three, and I thought it was over after that. I mean, I, I thought Texas was going to will it through and, and win that game, but Man, Abilene Christian, those Texas teams are popping right now. So UCLA, Abilene Christian. Preston, how do you see this game going down?
1: Well, first of all, I expected Michigan State to be here, not UCLA. I, I had enough. a feeling BYU was going to lose in the first round. I decided <laughs> to stick with UCLA, though, after UCLA won in the first four. So yeah, UCLA was able to advance. Man, Texas, come on, man. I'm lucky I I had I had them losing to um uh, in the, in the sweet 16, because in some brackets, I had them going to the final four. I thought they were, you know, one of those teams, you know, that if they got hot with all their guards and everything, they could get past Alabama, but yeah, their guard playing their length, they, they should have, you know, easily won this first game against Abilene Christian, but, you know, like I said, there's a saying we like to say in SoCal and in Norman, Oklahoma, and that is tuck Fexus. I've got UCLA though, advancing. It'll be cool to see if either one of these teams advance, but um, it doesn't matter because I originally had Texas advancing. So I'm just going to stick with my gut and go with UCLA, you know, rep the hometown, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, UCLA has all the momentum right now. They have a the potential to be a sweet 16 team. So we'll see what they're looking to draw, what happens here. So I got UCLA winning. Not really much more to say. Abilene Christian, I am hyped for you though. T-Mac?
2: Man, UCLA looks good. They're, two, the French dude, and I'm going to try to say his name. They're Johnny kid. I mean, they're just making it. It seems every time they shoot the ball, it's going in at this point. But Aileen Christian, they're a scrappy team, and you saw it only give up, like, 55 to 60 points per game, and they force the most turnovers in the NCAA by any Division One team at, like, 20.3 per game. So that wasn't no fluke last night. They did what they've been doing all season, and Texas just hadn't seen – a team that flies around and rotates like that. And like Preston said, with their guard play and their big men, they should have won that game. But, I mean, it's March, and I'm going to stick with Abilene Christian. I expected BYU to be here, but no way UCLA shoots that good again, and they did against poor BYU defense. And, yeah, I got Abilene Christian beating UCLA.
0: All right, going into the next game, we got Maryland versus Bama. This could be a really good game right here, especially with if Alabama gets off to a little bit of a shaky start that they did in that game versus Iona. I want to say, though, that Maryland and UConn game, let's talk about that game for a second. So going into that game, that was one of the later games yesterday, and going into that game, there was only three perfect brackets left, and they all had UConn winning that game. So there's no more perfect brackets. So that is that is something to note. So Maryland, Bama, I'm really high on this Alabama team. I expect them to win, but this could be a really good game. I think this one is going to be slept on a little bit. Alabama has a lot of confidence. They, they started picking it up towards the later half of that game, and I got Bama winning this game. I expect Maryland to put up a really good fight, though. T-Mac, who you got in this one?
2: Um, like I've said all season, Maryland just plays good against better teams. They show up every game, and I love Alabama, but I also like an underrated Maryland team at the 10th seed. They didn't have a bad start to the tournament. They'd be at least like a six or seven seed. But I got Alabama toughening it out in this one and taking over. And I think a lot of people don't realize Rick Patino is the coach of Iona now. He knows how to win. So it wasn't that shocking, but I think this is going to be a great game
1: again. Preston. I'm not too concerned with the way Alabama played in the first round. I think they actually showed a lot of positives in that first round. You know, that's a tough matchup against Rick Pitino, who you knew was going to make things tough for Alabama, especially with the way Ioma came out. Iona came out and shot the ball in the first half. You know, I think they just had such a short rotation that they got tired in the second half. And then they couldn't guard freaking quiverly one-on-one, dude. That dude is so fast. He was getting to the rim so easy in the second half. And, you know, Rick Pitino gambled. He said, we're going to play straight up man-to-man defense. We're not going to help because if he knew if they help, he was going to find the shooters on the outside and, you know, quiverly took advantage in the second half because he was just too fast. Anytime they helped, it was a lob or a kick out for a three. So uh, Maryland on the other side, they looked really, really good defensively against UConn. Um, they also got a little bit lucky. UConn couldn't shoot for their freaking life. They let me down big time. You screw UConn as well. I, I didn't mention that in the beginning, but screw UConn. That's literally one of the only two games I got wrong yesterday. Tuck Texas. screw UConn, screw Virginia Tech. Yeah, but otherwise, Maryland, they struggled offensively a little bit. They shot the ball pretty decent, but there were some possessions they weren't even getting shot attempts. You know, they had a couple of shot clock violations. They had a, a decent amount of turnovers, which are definitely concerning against this Alabama defense who loves to take the ball away. Remember that, you know, Michigan's one of those teams, they'll play straight up defense. Alabama likes to wreak uh, it and force turnovers, which is why I like SEC play. Um, the SEC was super excited to watch this year because that's more of their style of play, but it might not be beneficial to them long-term in the tournament if they get in a foul trouble. So be on the lookout for that. If Alabama gets into foul trouble um, because they're over aggressive, and it's one of those games where the refs are just calling everything and being a bunch of SOBs, then you could expect Alabama to potentially lose that game, but I don't expect them to struggle at all here. You know, Maryland might give them problems in the first half, but I expect them to stretch it out in the second half. I got Alabama winning.
0: Baylor and Wisconsin, Wisconsin dismantled North Carolina. We saw the bad version of them this season or this, this tournament round uh, Baylor, Got done. I mean, they, they started looking like Baylor uh, that they used to in the earlier in the season credit it was against Harford. But I mean, you can't you can't beat that guard play of Mitchell Teague and Butler. So I expect them to be too much for this Wisconsin team. I would actually been a little bit more concerning because North Carolina is bigger down low. And I think they would give Baylor a little bit more problems. But I'm confident after how I saw Baylor looked like kind of like Preston was saying how he thought Michigan looked in the first round. He feels a little bit more confident. I'm just like I feel a little bit more confident. I expect the Bears to get a big dub here. T-Mac.
2: I also uh, see Baylor pulling this one out. I mean, Wisconsin shot lights out against North Carolina. Brad Davidson did not miss a single shot all game. I felt like not one of my favorite players, but he played good. And um, I think the guards of Baylor is just going to be a little bit too much. And I think they actually match up decently on defense against uh, – wisconsin's big man so i'm taking baylor in this one i'm gonna say i buy like 10 to 12 points
0: preston
1: yeah baylor drew a very good straw here lucky he didn't get to go up against uh or they didn't get to go up against roy williams and unc who lost his first game ever in the first round of the ncaa tournament 29 and 1 just let that sink in boys 29 and 1 in the first round in the ncaa tournament i didn't actually know that stat prior to the game but that's why one of the reasons I had UNC is because, you know, Roy Williams is a, a solid coach and I expect them to get it done come tournament time. But, you know, Wisconsin, you know, played better basketball that day, straight up. UNC just didn't come. They didn't, weren't able to keep up with Wisconsin stuff. And that's what it was. Baylor, on the other hand, looking really good. Hopefully they can continue to get their momentum back because they're going to need it. I don't know if they'll face necessarily a tough matchup in the next round, but we'll talk about it in the next game but I think they're more in the mindset of continually prepare for eventually the elite eight. I expect them to get to at least the uh, elite eight um, Baylor's going to win this game. I don't expect it to be that close, but you never know. It's March madness. So Baylor getting it done.
0: Villanova and North Texas, man. Oh, JV and Hamlet, right? That dude went off. He absolutely killed Purdue in that upset win. That was great to see. Uh, North Texas, I mean, that, that was a big win for them. Their fans are going crazy right now. Now they're playing a Villanova team who has a lot of experience in the tournament. A Winthrop kind of let that game get away from them. Preston, who do you expect to win this game? Hamlet, man. Shakespeare shit. Murdering everybody, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Villanova, you know, they were able to get past Winthrop. I really liked Winthrop. I wasn't so sure about Villanova um, with Colin Gillespie being out. That's why I picked Winthrop, but Nano, man, was I wrong, man. This Villanova team actually looks really good, even without um, Colin Gillespie. Uh, man, they, they just look so polished, ready. I forgot about Jeremiah Robinson Earl and some of the other. They got Archie Diakono out there. Remember his older brother, who was most outstanding player in the Final Four um, a couple of years ago. And Purdue really disappointed me. I thought they were going to do well this tournament because they basically had home uh, court advantage the entire tournament. With that being said, I expect Villanova to breeze past North, uh, past North Texas. Villanova's defense was just fantastic against Winthrop, who was a really good offensive team with their six, seven point guard. But yeah, Villanova's defense looked really good and they still got shooters and they can stretch the floor out. So I expect Villanova marching in the
0: next round. T-Mac.
2: North Texas, man, they, they looked good. You, When it goes into overtime, you think, oh, Purdue, here comes Purdue. They're probably going to pull it out. They got five more minutes, but well, Texas looked good in overtime. I mean, right from the jump, got the lead, and then kept on just pushing the lead out. And I think was going to be too much for North Texas in this game.
0: Well, don't get too comfortable, Team Max. I was going to ask you, Texas Tech, Arkansas, your Red Raiders, are they going to get it done? I think they're. I think it was like a what, – what are they, one-and-a-half-point favorites going in? I think that was the early spread at least.
2: I think it's going to be a good game. It's definitely a battle. We give up 63 points per game. They score 85 points per game. So we'll see what style of basketball wins out. Um, I think if we jump out to an early lead – like Colgate did against Arkansas last week or last round, I think we have a pretty good shot of holding them down. But if Arkansas gets off to a hot start and takes 10, 12 point lead, it could mean trouble for Texas tech, but I think it'll be a great game. Texas tech, a really good second half team. In my opinion, we always play lower than our competition in the first half and then make our halftime adjustments and come out with Chris Beard and, um, I'm taking tech.
0: Yeah, that's going to be the biggest challenge. I'm nervous for this game because, uh, you know, Arkansas started off slow versus Colgate, but then went on a 19 and 0 run before halftime, just like that. And tech started off, starts off a little slow, like you said. So it's going to be interesting to see how this game starts. You know, is is Texas tech going to, going to play lights out first and then Arkansas is going to have to kind of rally back, but it's going to be too much. Or is Arkansas going to take a big lead? Like you said, 10 to 12 point lead. And, and Chris Beard's going to be, you know, <laughs> on his high horse there. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect in this game. I, I hope we see both teams come out swinging. And I hope, you know, Chris Beard can will them to the win because I am taking them. But Arkansas is very well coached. And they're a great SEC team. Underrated, I think. Uh, but give me Tech to win by, like, less than five points. I think it's going to come down right to the wire. Preston. So I had
1: Utah State beating Texas Tech. I I thought it was a bad matchup for them, but I was wrong there. Texas Tech was able to shoot the ball really well, and they were also able to defend really well. And, you know, Taylor was right. You know, they're always ready come tournament time, and that could be the case again here. Arkansas obviously struggled in that first half, but let's not forget they ended up extending the lead and winning by 17 points. So they came out a lot better in the second half. So I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. You know, Texas Tech, I kind of see them as the Ohio State the big 12 they've struggled late in games this year against really good teams you know we've seen it against west virginia they've been getting like a lot of really bad foul calls at the later games too though uh, at the end of games too though it's it's just tough when your best player is a is a short point guard and mac mcclung he's not really like a wing who can shoot over the top he's got to really work. he's got to work really hard to get a shot um and that lowers his percentage a little bit uh i expect arkansas to win this game i think they're just going to be a little bit too much for texas tech uh, I think that Arkansas is going to come out and play a lot better in the first half than they did against Colgate. And that's going to be the difference.
0: All right, next game we got Oral Roberts versus Florida Oral Roberts ruined pretty much everyone's racket as Preston's background over here. You guys won't be able to see it, but we are on zoom right now and he has the Oral Roberts upset in Ohio state picture right there. Preston, how you feeling about that? I mean, I, I, I had Ohio state in the final four. I don't, I don't think you had them that far because you thought they were overrated, but I talked about it in the last podcast, but I said potential but, upset alert. but you didn't pick them though. No, I didn't
1: pick them. I said, I didn't like Ohio state. I don't like them late in games. You know, I could write a Dr. Seuss book about it if I wanted to, but I, and I really liked oral Roberts. I thought that they, they were the best shooting team in the country. Obviously I said, said it was going to be a close game, but I expected Ohio state to find a way to get past. They missed, dude, they had so many good opportunities late in the game to, to hit threes. It should have never come to that point. But, yeah, I I said I didn't like Ohio State. I had them going out in the second round to Virginia Tech, who I had Virginia Tech going to the Final Four. I know you guys are like, oh, my God, why did you do that, da-da-da-da-da. But, dude, Virginia Tech should not have been a 10 seed. I thought they had a really easy road. And remember that I think it was 17 out of the past 20 seasons or something like that, there's been a 7 seed or lower that made the final four. So they were my seven seed or lower. So crap on me all you want, but Virginia tech just played God awful in that game. Oh my goodness. They look so jittery. They did not look like themselves at all. My goodness, bro. That was ridiculous. But yeah, Oral Roberts, Florida. Let's talk about this game, dude. I, I don't know, man. I feel like I should pick Florida, but that not might not be as fun. This game doesn't matter to me because uh, I didn't have either of these teams winning in the first round. So um, it doesn't affect my bracket whatsoever. I'm going to go out on the limb here and I'm going to pick Oral Roberts. Um, I think they're going to blow Florida state, no pun intended, or not Florida state. I think they're going to blow Florida, no pun intended. And I, I think that Oral Roberts is just going to shoot the lights out again.
0: Virginia tech, man. For, so let me just say that this was the first game that there was on, like this is the first game that kicked off the March madness tournament. And Oh man. Like I, I just don't understand, bro. Like, okay. So I'm going to give credit to Colin Castleton. Cause he, he was ripping up Virginia tech inside and, and drawing fouls too. That's, that's what I give him credit for. But I, I just don't understand. Virginia tech was up 10 points that whole game. And, and then the, when uh Florida took the lead late in that game, it was their first lead since like six to four earlier in the first half. So I just don't understand. And, and Hunter, C- Couture or whatever that dude's name is, that dude is normally like lights out, but he just got in a shooting slump this game. And he, he just didn't, he looked like Tim Hardaway Jr. out there. Like he didn't know how to stop shooting. So I, I'm going I'm sorry I'm butchered these names, but how do you say Ali and Ali, I don't know how to say it.
1: Bro, I, I couldn't tell you. I was yeah. actually just, I was at work just watching the game. I didn't even listen to the announcers. Yeah,
0: so Naheem, that's his first name. He, he sent them into OT and that was a clutch shot. And then after that, he missed one extra shot in OT, and then they stopped giving him the ball.
1: He was the only one shooting the last two
0: or three minutes in the game in regulation, and they just stopped going to him. That's what I'm saying. Like, God, the broke boy, broke Hunter Couture, whatever his name is, was broke, bro. Like, I understand that, like, he's normally lights out, but, like, you got you to make the adjustments. Florida made the adjustments. Virginia Tech didn't. They deserve to lose that game because they did that. Uh, Oral Roberts, like you said, best shooting team. Like, th- this team is lights out. And they caught Ohio State off guards. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much more to say. I'm, I'm kind of mad because they were my final four team. Uh, one of my final four teams. I still got my other three. But, yeah, this that one hurt. You know what? Because Florida just pissed me off, and I don't think they deserve to win that game, and I'm happy Oral Roberts resigning from Tulsa, Oklahoma, got the dub. I'll take him. I'll take him, Preston. I'll agree with you. But, I mean, this game doesn't matter for me anyways. So, TMAC.
2: I also had Virginia Tech and Ohio State, so this game doesn't really matter for me. I'm not a big Florida fan. I'm a huge Oral Roberts fan since day one. My, they're my go-to team, so I'm going to take Oral Roberts. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> and we got Illinois and Loyola, Chicago. This game is actually happening right now. Sorry we couldn't get it to you on time, but the fact that it's 33-24 to 24 at half, Illinois might be in trouble here. We'll see what happens in the second half. Loyola, Chicago, all of a sudden they just – freaking turned into like the best shooting team I've ever seen in my life. I started off uh, Mac was All of a sudden,
1: end. do you not remember 2018? I know I mean, it's a different team, but, but come on, man. Do you not remember the 2018 tournament? That was three years
0: ago, fool. Bro, sister Jean's still on the team, baby. All right. Anyways, so Georgia tech was missing their best player. Uh, so I did, I did have Loyola Chicago. I was surprised they were favored before that game even started, but In my eyes, I'm happy that I got this game right. Yeah, I I mean, I tuned in a little bit on the first half. T Mac filled me in on how the game ended. But, I mean, man, it wasn't looking too hot for them at first, but they ended up getting rolling. So now they're off to a better start versus Illinois, nine points at half. So we'll see if they can pull it out. I mean, I, I'm not going to act just because I see the score. I'm not going to act like I was going to pick Loyola Chicago. Illinois is, is one of my final four teams. So I'm not going to say, oh, because Loyola Chicago's up, I'm picking them to win now. I'm, I'm just going to be honest for what I was going to pick this game. And I was going to pick Illinois. And I have Illinois.
1: Preston? Yeah, I've got Illinois as well. I expect them to bounce back and play better in the second half. It's encouraging that they're able to play better at the end of the first half. You know, I think that once they get going, they'll make some adjustments. Io it will. Uh, pick it up and, and leave this team the victory in the second half. I expect an exciting finish though. You know, I'm yeah. pumped.
0: This looks like it's looking like it. T at... Met. I
2: also have Illinois in my final four. But Royal well, Chicago is becoming a household name in March. All of a sudden out of nowhere, they just they come and they show up and they play good. But yeah, I have Illinois winning this one even though they are in this whole at half.
0: Next game, we got Oregon State versus Oklahoma State. This one's going to be crazy. This is the battle of who the real OSU team is because it's not Ohio State. Let's see who takes it. Right now, Oregon State's the real OSU team until proven otherwise. But Cade Cunningham has something to say about that.
2: Oh, man, I
0: hate it. I hate to do it. I expect Cade Cunningham to will his team to at least the Sweet 16. Please don't let me down. Please don't let me down, Oklahoma State. Cade Cunningham, do your thing and win a tough, close game. I won't be surprised if y'all pick Oregon State, though. Give me Oklahoma State. I'm sorry, I have to do it. Preston?
1: Man, I had such a tough time picking this game uh, when I was making my bracket because I knew Oregon State wasn't going to get past the first round the way they were playing, the way they, you know, weren't going to make the tournament, and then all of a sudden just went on fire and won the Pac-12. And then (laughs) Oklahoma State, man, Cade Cunningham, you know, they always find a way – to win tough games, and you know th- they might not look like that dominant team throughout the game. Um, they have some turnovers, but they they just fight, man. They fight and they always find a way to win these close games. Cade Cunningham just wants the ball in his hands at the end of these games, and I, t- this is my favorite game for the week. But I'm also sad because I want both these teams to do well in the tournament this year. Uh, I, I picked Oklahoma State in my bracket, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Oklahoma State and Cade Cunningham.
0: That's that's my same reason. And I I didn't expect Oregon State to look that good versus Tennessee. I mean, they hit like 10 threes in that game. Uh, I knew Tennessee was overrated, but gosh, dang, I didn't think they were going to make the SEC look that bad. Come on now.
1: Yeah. uh, Oregon State, though, potential Cinderella, like they could potentially get to the final four the way they're playing. Dude,
0: that'd be so hyped. I mean, if any team is going to like destroy Oklahoma State and ruin Cade Cunningham's last game, I mean, I would be okay with Oregon State doing it. So we'll see what happens. T-Mac, who you got?
2: Their point guard, Jared Lucas, playing great. Fast paced dude, Ethan Thompson. Their big man, Silva, showing up. I have Liberty advancing to the Sweet 16 in my bracket. So, looks like I'm picking against Oklahoma State again. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Caden's going to have the ball in his hand and can't hit every game winner, right? So, I'm going to have Oregon State advancing in this one.
0: Syracuse and West Virginia, this is gonna be another great game. Syracuse looked hot versus San Diego State. I mean, I, I think if San Diego State, I, ju- I just think they were they were past their time. I feel like last year was the was their year to to do something really special. And this year, I mean, they're still they were still a good team coming in, but just not the same team. And I just think that Syracuse, I mean, I, I should have picked them honestly. I I didn't think that they were gonna look that good. And Syracuse, West Virginia gonna be a great game. I know Preston, you picked Moorhead State, but how do you feel about this one?
1: Yeah, man, I got both these games wrong, unfortunately. I'll tell you what, bro, I'm never listening to Jay Billis again. Dude, like he's wrong every single year. I don't know why I ever listen to him. You know, next year I'm just gonna pick the opposite of whatever I hear from him. I didn't even I only watched like the tournament show for like a couple of minutes this year. Normally I watch the whole thing, and that usually screws up my brackets listening to those freaking buckos, get all the games wrong. Dude, he said. Yeah, San Diego State. You know, lot to go to the sweet 16. They they look so good. Da 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 da. da, da. Losing the first round. Buddy Bayheim buddy, the buddy the second goes off for 30 points. He's looking ridiculous. He's looking like a combination of Steph Curry and Buddy Heald. Not putting up the numbers that they did. Hey, but maybe he could have a 40 point game this game against West Virginia. Yeah. And then also Jay Billis also said, Oh, Yukon, man, they, they could be a Cinderella team. Da da da. da, da. Oh, they're gonna breeze past Maryland. And I think he graduated from Maryland too. And he said that if I, if I, Oh no, that was Scott Van Pelt that graduated from Maryland. Jay Billis went to Duke. Duh. Yeah. So screw Jay Billis picking the opposite of him every year from now on Syracuse and West Virginia in this game, I had San Diego state advancing originally, but either one of these teams could win. And I think both these teams could give Houston problem in the next round. I I made the mistake of picking against West Virginia in the first round because I just thought more state. I just had a gut feeling about them. I didn't look at any stats or anything. It didn't watch any games. I just said more state. Oh, I got a feeling about them. Okay. So West Virginia, um, I expect them to get past Syracuse. I think buddy Bayheim could go off and that could put them over the top against West Virginia, but yeah, I, I really like West Virginia. I, I really like miles McBride. He's hit a ton of clutch shots down the stretch for them this year. And then Derek Culver, their big man inside uh, always gives teams issues. So I expect West Virginia to to advance and whoever wins this game to give Houston problems.
0: I had West Virginia beating San Diego State, but Syracuse got it, could see an upset. Going to stick with my gut because I got West Virginia going to the Sweet 16, and I agree with all your other points. T-Mac, who you got?
2: I also have West Virginia going to the Sweet 16, Uh, but I kind of regret it. I want to pick Syracuse, but my bracket says West Virginia. So West Virginia, not the typical West Virginia team you see. Great defense okay offense now it's a great offense okay defense and that's dangerous against a hot syracuse team of uh, west virginia so
0: and then the last one we got rutgers versus houston both teams looked pretty good i mean clemson's no easy out i thought clemson would win that game i was wrong about that one team mac you were you were right about the rutgers getting that one done yeah, Houston, uh, Houston got I mean, they they blew out Cleveland State. I don't I think that one was pretty obvious. I think my coach picked Cleveland State to, to advance on that one. So that one that helped out our brackets a little bit. Yeah, I expect a Houston and Rutgers uh, showdown this or Houston and uh, West Virginia showdown this uh, next round. So I'm going to take Houston, but I expect this game to be pretty close. But I like Houston. Team. A lot of people don't like Houston. I like Houston. T-Mac, who you got?
2: I also like Houston a lot. Uh, I think Rutgers got a really good draw in the first round against Clemson. Definitely a beatable team for a seven seed. And Rutgers is a good 10 seed. They have a lot of options to score the ball. It seemed like every bounce was going their way against Clemson, though. I mean, loose balls uh, were just going crazy in the direction of Rutgers. Even down to the last possession, a bad pass got tip back to the guy for a wide-open layup, and I'm taking Houston in this one.
1: Preston, who you got? Yeah, man, these 10 seeds killed me this week. Um, both teams came out and played well defensively. I expected Clemson to do a little bit more on the offensive end. That's why I picked Clemson. Props to Rutgers for winning. You know, I don't know how long it's been since they won a tournament game, but props to them. Houston looking really good. I expect Houston to get a good dub here. Rutgers could give them problem, though, the way um, they played defensively in the first round.
0: Well, there you have it. We'll try to get this episode up as quick as we can. I know the second round has already started, but it's going to be an exciting day for March Madness. We will see you guys for the Sweet 16 recap. Have a good one. Stay tuned.